Aujourd'hui, on a marqué l'histoire. François Legault and the Coalition Avenir Quebec, or CAQ for short, are at times more myth than reality. They absolutely decimated the competition in the 2018 Quebec provincial election, marking the first time since 1966 that neither the Quebec Liberal Party nor the Parti Québécois have secured premiership, and they're expected to handedly win again, potentially by larger margins. For many, though, the CAQ simply came out of nowhere. Legault's smashing success in the 2018 elections should carry over to 2022, yet the rapid rise of his party has largely been sidelined in favor of the Premier's historically divisive policies. From the McGill International Review, I'm Skylar Bonnert, and this is the unique, bizarre story of Legault's CAQ. There's an emphasis on the premier when I say Legault's CAQ. The party, for all intents and purposes, plays second fiddle to Legault, who dictates the policies of the party almost exclusively by himself. Our story starts in 1998. Legault has already established himself as a self-made millionaire through the creation of Air Transat, and he's decided he wants to enter the political sphere. He emerges as a dedicated Quebec separatist, sporting the colors of the PQ, and he's even considered as a potential new leader for the party after the resignation of Premier Lucien Bouchard. So Legault establishes himself as a key figure in politics. He's not really breaking any new ground, but he slowly gains popularity over the course of the 2000s, serving brief stints as Quebec's education and health minister. However, by 2009, Legault has become disillusioned with the party and wants out. He's unmotivated, he's sick of his apathetic PQ co-workers, and he's worried about the future of Quebec. His departure sends a clear message, the PQ is crumbling. And in fact, uh, polls have shown all throughout the campaign, the appetite for sovereignty now in Quebec is at an almost historic low. Legault creates the CAQ at a time when sentiment for sovereignty is mixed. His platform is kind of vague and a little all over the place. I don't know about uh, Mr. Legault too much, you know, because, you know, we don't know too much about his platform. The economic stances that his party takes are described by the CTV as both a businessman's wish list of free enterprise and very much interventionist. There's some talk about reducing bureaucracy and increasing Quebec wealth, but at the end of the day, the primary issue the party cares about is Quebec sovereignty. And Legault, once a hardline separatist, has begun to compromise on the matter. We have to find a way to get all the Quebecers together and move on because we have challenges that are important in the next few years. The 2012 provincial election occurs in Quebec and PQ candidate Pauline Moreau wins. The CAQ loses, but a surprisingly high turnout is enough to cement Legault's place as a serious contender. He's gaining momentum, appealing to broad ideas of unity and populism at a time where many were beginning to tire of the status quo. Moreau's term is deeply unpopular, with approval ratings hovering around 28%. There's little satisfaction with her tenure, and by the time the 2014 snap elections are called, the PQ is in a bad place. The Liberals win, Philippe Couillard becomes Premier, and Legault's CAQ gains a few more seats. He says that the CAQ will quote-unquote take the place of the PQ, but there's not a huge amount of upward momentum between 2012 and 2014. 
in the next four years, that all changes. Trump-like movement. Ramp up the number of refugee claimants. Ordinary working class. Build a great wall. Now, isn't it funny to listen to a trust fund baby lecturing Canadians about being too rich? The CAQ is a populist party. It markets itself as, quote-unquote, the champion of small business and defender of the province's entrepreneurial spirit, according to CTV, and aim to appeal to the desire of the ordinary Quebecer to live in a unified province. As such, the populist wave that came around 2016 was fantastic for Legault. Couillard's government was deeply unpopular, falling from an approval rating of 59% in 2014 down to 28% by late 2016. Legault's qualms with the standing order that led to the establishment of the CAQ were now becoming mainstream. People didn't like Couillard or the PQ, which was in a floundering state under Jean-Francois Lycée, and issues of immigration and the economy were quickly taking center stage. As the Globe and Mail described, 2018 was, quote, Quebec's first election in four decades in which sovereignty wasn't a campaign issue, which freed up traditional voting blocs, federalist and separatist alike, to change their allegiances. Legault sees this and doubles down. It will never be a referendum with the Coalition Avenir Québec. Never in the life of the coalition, even after 10 years, even after 20 years. All right, so that's clear, and I was clear. Quebecers are tired of the status quo. The liberal PQ flip-flop, the never-ending conversation about sovereignty, which ultimately goes nowhere. So they look to an outsider, a bastion of populism, to quote-unquote restart Quebec and inspire change in the province. Legault doubles down on surging populist desires, namely harsh immigration control measures, protection of Quebec culture and values, and a reformation of both the economic and political state that has been established by the deeply unpopular and increasingly divided PQ and liberal parties. The invigoration of ideological populism prompted by Donald Trump's victory in the 2016 US election appeals to many in the francophone working class in Quebec. Guillard attempts to quell Legault's rapid surge in popularity by comparing him to Trump, but the narrative of Legault as the everyday man of the people persists. And as the 2018 election rolls around, well... Dès demain, on va se retrousser les manches, puis on va travailler pour faire plus, pour faire mieux, pour tous les Québécois. Merci! Legault's tenure has been nothing short of historic. He doubled down on the controversial Bill 21, which banned religious symbols and coverings, and served as a quote, reflection of disdain, hate, mistrust, and aggression. He's spoken out against multiculturalism, working to quote unquote, reinforce and strengthen the use of French in Quebec via Bill 96. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Legault continued to be incredibly popular with his handling of the crisis. And the 2022 election will ensure the CAQ's dominance. The fact of the matter is that at every turn, opposition parties have failed to act accordingly. The CBC reported that the Liberal Party has become distant from its traditionally reliable Anglophone bloc, citing a loss in faith in defending Anglophone Quebecers following Bill 96. Sovereignty is once again not really at the center of this election, and the PQ continues to try to prey on this despite the main issues becoming the cost of living, inflation, and healthcare. According to the National Post, the CAQ continues to see a surge in support by, quote, focusing on the economy while at the same time defending Quebec's distinct identity. 
By combining these two ingredients, the CAQ and its leader have managed to put an end to the decades of back-and-forth rule between the Liberal Party of Quebec and Parti Québécois. Oh, it is the night of the election. It's October 3rd, 2022. And, um, yeah, Legault is going to win by, by a pretty comfortable margin. And I was planning on ending this with that, um, with that last quote from the National Post. But I, I just wanted to highlight how monumental this is uh, for Legault. His ability to garner broad support across the province by crafting a political, economic, and social bloc to reject the status quo is really really especially in in tonight's election uh the driving factor behind his success uh and his influence and the path to that success have been dramatic and uh, at times baffling and crazy on so many levels but he's he's taken advantage of populism and the sense of distance from the government to really cement himself in and his party in the halls of Quebec history. So, from the McGill International Review, this has been Skylar Bonner.